Blog Talk Radio. From Daytona to the fairgrounds in Nashville, the stars of the Archer Racing Series presented by Menard are back for the Music City 200. Saturday, April 7th at Fairground Speedway, Nashville. The best of the best race for 200 laps, plus the Super Late Model Challenge 100 presented by Team Construction. The show of the year begins with qualifying at 3 and racing at 545. For discounted tickets and more info, check out trackenterprises.com. It's the Music City 200 at Fairground Speedway, Nashville.
night and it's time to get rowdy catch up on this week in arca and nascar with news and comments plus you never know who will stop by for a visit right here on the rowdy mag like show here's your weekly radio duo rowdy and mark
All right, it's Monday night, and it's about time. Let's get rowdy, guys. And helping me tonight, I got the Chi-Town Duel, Jack Man Jeff, and Chi-Town Mark. Welcome back, guys. Hey, Rowdy, it's Monday, and I'm ready. I got my coffee. I'm done with the road trip this weekend, and uh, let's talk some racing tonight. How you doing, Rowdy? Good to be back. Another Monday night. Another week closer to the ARCA race in the Nashville Fairground Speedway. Uh, Mark, can you give us a little date on that update? You or Jeff? Oh, go on, Jeff. I think Jeff's got all the information on that. Take her away, buddy. Well, it's April 7th at the Nashville Speedway Fairgrounds in Nashville, Tennessee. We're about uh, 11 days, 19 hours, and 5 minutes and 51 seconds away from race time. <laughs> Woo! I can hardly wait. It just seems too, you know, like it was 20, 30 days just a week ago, so... Yeah, we're getting close, folks. We're getting real close. I'm ready, Rowdy. How about you? Hey, I'm ready. And listen, hey, let's let's bring up our first guest tonight, uh, driver of the number 32 Chevrolet for Wintron Motorsports, Gus Dane. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Gus. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you all for having me on. Well, Gus, you go from uh, the big super speedway. Now you're gonna, you, you can't say slow down, but you're sizing down to a to the short track, that Nashville's got to be a special place. Yeah, it really is. Um, I think it's going to be one of the tougher short tracks we run at this year. Um, and being this early in the season, I think it'll make it very interesting, especially for some of the, the newer drivers to the series. Um, Nashville's a very rough track. It's very worn out. Um, it's got a lot of character, and I think it makes for some great racing. Um, you know, I think it'll be able to see a lot of of similarities to actually what we just ran this past weekend um, at the Baker Distributing 200 with the Cars Tour race at Myrtle Beach. Well, uh, I think we're down to 12 days is what Jeff just got through telling us. Uh, Gus, the last time you was on was uh, the Monday night after you won Talladega Super Speedway, so you you can get around the Super Speedway. Yes, sir. I, I like those super speedways. Um, me and Talladega kind of have a special relationship where me and Daytona definitely have a, a love-hate relationship. Um, it seems like the first race we got through with two laps, the second race we made it about halfway. Uh, and this last time I made it all the way till half a lap to go. So uh, if, I, if I keep up the progression, hopefully next year we'll be able to finish the race at Daytona. Well, uh, you know, Gus, those last that last lap, uh, it was just—you've seen it over and over and over. It was just crazy. Absolutely, you know, and I think some of it is um, just the fact that we're running these new bodies. Um, you know, from an aerodynamic standpoint, they seem to to not really want to hook up as well as the old steel bodies did. And and I think you know us as drivers, as well as as the teams themselves, just have a lot to learn about these composite bodies at the, at the super speedway track. So I think once we get those. Those learn and people are, are able to kind of settle in a little bit better with those composite bodies, um, that, that the races will settle down a little bit and hopefully we won't have such such chaotic races at the super speedways going forward. Well, Gus, I'm friends with your granddad, and it's uh, to be able to meet him at Daytona is pretty special, and your dad. I actually, Jeff and I got to meet both of them. 
got to be special to have your granddad and your dad at the track. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, my, my dad and my granddad are, are by far my best friends in this world. And, you know, we, we were talking not too long ago how, how it's pretty special to be able to have a, a father-son and a father and a son to granddad, you know, three generations coming to the track um, to be as close as we are and have as many memories as we do. Um, I don't know too many people that can say say that same thing. So, you know, just feel very blessed and very fortunate to, to be as close as I am with them and, and to be able to share those experiences and those memories with them at the racetrack. wouldn't trade them for anything in this world. Well, you know, Gus, uh, every time we're at the track, Kevin's got you in nice cars, man. you got some nice equipment. Yes, sir, they sure do. Um, I'm very proud of my team, Wintron Racing. We, uh, you know, we've, we've made some advancements from last year to this year um, with a few different things. Uh, for, for for one, we're switching from Toyota to Chevrolet, switching in the Boston. Um, very excited about that. We're going to be in a Chevy, so very happy to be back in Chevrolet. Um, we also have some changes on top of the box. We uh, are now under the under the control of Mr. Jamie Jones, um, and, and me and him have gotten along together very well uh, so far during during the, the small amount of time we got to spend together before Daytona and now in the in the second off season as we call it after Daytona because there's such a long break between Daytona and, and you know the the first short track race. So very excited to be working with him and moving forward uh, and seeing what the what the year holds for for him and I as a team. Mark, you're live with Gus Dane. Thanks, Rowdy. Welcome aboard, Gus. Glad to have you on. You're taking a little time and being with us tonight. Yes, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, great. Well, you couldn't say sit still between ARCA races. You had to dust off the super late model, go out and run that a little bit, I understand. Yes, sir, we did. Um, you know, the, the great people with Baker Distributing, um, as well as Green Cooling Products, gave us the opportunity to go out to uh, Myrtle Beach to run the Baker Distributing 200 for the Cars Tour Series. Um, you know, we, we also ran the, the Super Late Model earlier in the season at New Smyrna, uh, where we finished third. So we wanted to kind of break it back out and, and get back after it. You know, anytime I can get behind the seat of, of any race car, whether it be a Super Late Model or a Legends or, or the Arca car, I'd, I'd do exactly that so we went down there to myrtle beach and uh anybody that knows knows how myrtle beach goes knows it can it, it, it's all about tire concentration and all about your your strategy as to when you're going to hit the button as we call it so we tried to play that as well as we could um i think we hung back just a, a little bit too long um and then we just got kind of tight there towards the end of the race so we still had a very strong race car um yeah, congratulations mr jeff bolts for winning it and and, uh, you know, it's just it's a blast to be able to, to run the super late models uh, any chance we can in between the ARCA races. Well, that's where I first heard of you, Gus, was uh, I, I follow the super late models. Uh, I'm from the Midwest, and I cover that mostly. But uh, your name kept cropping up all the time in the, in the papers and the, the websites. And, uh, yeah, when I saw you got a chance to go with ARCA and with Kevin Sawinski's team yet, uh, I, I thought, you know what? Uh, Kevin knows what he's doing. He's got a good one here. Well, I sure appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we, we felt the same way when we went to Wintrow and Mason. Um, you know, they're they're a very, very close team. And everybody knows like family, and it's, it's a pleasure to be able to run with them. Um, they give me 
everything they can on a week-to-week basis, and, and, and I do the same for them, and I think that's going to lead to a lot more wins and hopefully the championship in 2018. Well, we cover most of the races, and we get to see you, and uh, you know we've talked to you at the track, and, and Wintrand doesn't lack for uh, you, you guys uh, for effort. You, you guys are putting it in there, and you're, uh, your equipment's first class, so... Uh, I'm telling you what, you you got a win coming up real soon. We're going to have you on Monday night when you win. Well, I sure appreciate that. They uh, they certainly do. You know, the only thing we do with the pulling product, with their help, you know, and Mr. Kevin Swinsky's knowledge and Mr. Jamie Jones' knowledge as a crew chief, um, you know, we're, we're just able to take the, the 32 Greek car and, and make it the best we can from week to week. And while sometimes that doesn't always work for you, you know, it doesn't doesn't always help. You gotta have luck on your side, but um, you know, you, you can only come to the track being in the best equipment so long without winning so I think I definitely have coming up too. Well, after watching uh Kevin race up in the the uh, the upper Midwest for years and years and years before he headed down south, uh he was a heck of a driver, a championship-winning driver. Uh, almost anything you put him behind, he was he was a winner. And uh, how's that uh, work out? Having an owner with those experiences in in getting you prepared or or helping you out any uh, at, at the track. Oh, it's absolutely invaluable to me. It's 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 um, you know to be able to to talk to Mr. Kevin about about his experience at mostly most of the tracks we run at. You know he either won or done very well at so it's um a, a very valuable tool to be able to, to talk to him about a line and talk to him about his race experiences there and and just what how he thinks the races are gonna go. He's very knowledgeable with all that. Very very easy to talk to and um, yeah, it really helps him with with getting prepared for the race and even doing the race. Uh, and then having Mr. Damon Jones on top of the bunk with all of his knowledge as far as setups and and, and all that it's uh, it's a it definitely makes it a much more comfortable feeling going to these racetracks with with all the experience that I have uh with me on top of my box well you know he, his demeanor and and his his attitude and, and everything uh you you don't see Kevin get ruffled very often he's 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 a pretty even keel guy uh uh and and the team seems to represent that and and reflect on that do you agree Oh, absolutely. You know, for sure, with a lot of these situations that we're in, uh, you know, cooler heads will prevail. Mr. Kevin is is uh, a perfect example of that. You know, it, no matter the situation, we're always stay cool, calm, and collected. And and you know, he he expects his team to stay the same way. And, and because of that, we're always able to to overcome and adapt to whatever problems we run into. And and our finishes reflect that. I think. Well, you know, it, I, I guess a perfect example would be last year at Nashville. Uh, you guys were running up there. You were running really well. You had a little mechanical problem. You were in the pits for a while. They hustled. They hustled to get you back out there. And Kevin, I watched him the entire time, uh, you know, off and on. And uh, his his, added, his demeanor just never changed. He just, let's, let's get this going, you know. Uh, there, there wasn't any... Uh, uh, any recall, you know, he just he just kept the team going, and uh, you went out and had a decent finish out of it. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm expecting uh, we're going to have you on on a Monday night soon, and uh, we appreciate you being on. I'm going to turn you over to Jeff, Gus. 
All righty. I sure appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, Jeff, take her away. All right. Thanks, Mark. Hey, Gus, uh, thanks for taking time out for the show tonight and uh, being on. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Hey, uh, also kind of want to congratulate you on your season last year. Um, you came fourth in points. You came up second in rookie of the points just by four points. How, how kind of disappointing was that? Because you were, you were leading that for most of the se- season last year. You know, it was it was it was definitely disappointing. Um, you know, but but at the same time, um, you know, my, my team and and uh, and and the entire Wintrom organization gave me everything they could. Um, I gave it every effort that that I could, and and it just uh, didn't quite work out there in our favor. I think we fought hard. I think we fought uh, harder than anybody probably. But um, you know, sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. But you know, I'm just very thankful to to everybody with Greek Cooling Products and Baker Distributing for for believing in me and, and you know they after that after last year even though we didn't get to win the rookie of the year which was uh you know our high hopes that um they, they never faltered or or blamed us for the team at all they were just excited to get back for for this year so um you know that that really means a lot to drivers when when the sponsors are that supportive of them and and uh you know that that really takes the pressure off of us and lets us get back to, to doing what we love and, and being able to drive the race car without worries um but uh, you know, Riley and them they, they were competitors and, and they had had a little bit of luck on our on their side that we didn't and you know, in the end it shook out and their um you know, I definitely think we we learned a lot. I gained a lot of experience at, at a lot of the tracks that I've never been to. So going into this year being a rookie and being able to go to a lot of these racetracks for the second time being the first I think will be key in, in our efforts to win the 2018 championship. Now, can you uh, kind of tell talk about where when you started racing and what series you kind of came up through um, for people who don't know about you? Well, I actually started racing when uh, when I was five years old. We um, we moved up. Uh, you know, we, we, <laughs> we were actually supposed to start when I was six, but we got a little bit of an early jump on it um, in go-karts. And I grew up racing dirt go-karts and uh, won, won a few different championships and titles. And in 2007, when we won the ATRA National Championship, you know, we decided to, to try to make a career out of it. Um, and and we, we moved up to the Allison Legacy Series. I uh, learned a lot there. We were able to get very close with Mr. Donnie Allison, who I got to hang out with this weekend at Myrtle Beach, um, which was always great to see him. He's like a second grandfather to me. Um, so... You know, it got got to learn a lot in those cars, and we carried that through through to uh, crate late models and super late models, um, and then eventually being able to run Pro Cup for several years um, during that time before it switched over to a full super late model program. Uh, and, and because of that, I think I got a lot of big car experience, and I think that trans through transfers through to the ARCA series that that we race in now, and I think that that kind of feeds into that, that big car experience I got when I was younger. And, um, you know, I think that, that really helps us. And then we, we got the opportunity to ruin Daytona. Um, <laughs> that was uh, kind of a heartbreaker for us. We only got to run two laps, but, um, then we got, uh, got probably the best sponsors that, that a driver could ask for because they, they decided to give me a second chance at Talladega. Um, we ended up winning it. So, and we still have those sponsors on board, great cooling products and baker 
been there with me through thick and thin, and they're excited to be back on board this year. And I'm happier to have them on car, on my car. So we're we're looking forward to to you know paying them back and, and trying to win them a championship this year for 2018. Well, if you run like anything like you did last year, you got a good chance of uh, getting that championship. Well, I sure appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, I was uh, reading you. Uh, you refer Pocono as being the world's largest short track. Why do you say that? Well, you know, at Pocono, as far as size, is actually uh, relative to Talladega. However, the corners, you have to drive a lot like a short track. We run really big brakes. You know, you're using them a lot. Um, and and you have to drive through those corners a lot like a short track with very, very big. So, as big as it is, um, you know, it's much more – Relatable to a short track as far as driving style than to me. Now, you talked about switching from Toyotas to Chevys this year. How is the transition going for you with uh, going to the Chevys now? It's been gone very smoothly. Um, Mr. Kevin, uh, Mr. Kevin Solinsky, and Mr. Jamie Jones have, have done an absolutely phenomenal job at, at getting all the cars switched over. Organization transferred over to Chevrolet, and and uh, like I said, I couldn't be more happy to be back on the Chevrolet. I love the cars, I love the way they drive, and, and I love the way they drive at Daytona. You know, um, obviously, we didn't have a lot of experience with the composite bodies at Super Speedways. We had the Talladega test um, earlier in the year, but but we actually were still in a Toyota body when we ran that. Um, so being being in a Chevrolet, you know, we're just uh, we're we're happy to. To, to be there and we got to run it at Talladega or excuse me Daytona uh the Daytona test um and to come back in, in the race I think they drafted well um and I and I can't wait to, to continue to race them throughout the season now I was reading oh, excuse me I was reading some of your hobbies were <coughs> fishing hunting some water sports and one of the things that really caught my eye was uh Downhill snowboarding. How did you ever get into that? <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I'm definitely an adrenaline junkie in every in every form of the term. Um, I think I get that from my dad. He uh, he always raised me up doing doing a lot of fun things like that. You know, I, obviously hunting and fishing uh, with my dad is is uh, very near and dear to my heart, and um, I enjoy every experience that we get to we get to go together. Um, and and you know we. We've always loved going fast, uh, generations back from me to my dad to my granddad. Um, so, you know, growing up on the water, we always skied and, and wakeboarded and tubed and, and all that. And uh, and we just, every now and then, we'd be able to go and go snow skiing. Um, now, while snowboarding isn't my dad's thing, I'd, I'd just kind of while we would go and, um, and you know, I'd I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm good at it, but I enjoy it. <laughs> All right, I got a couple more things for you. Like you, you talked about Donnie Allison. I, I, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. I see you spent some time with Donnie Allison down in uh, Myrtle Beach this weekend. Uh, how is that being around the Allisons? Oh, it's it's, uh, it's it's excellent. They're they're a wonderful, wonderful family. They're you know very down to earth and. Uh, and Mr. Donnie, uh, you know, he's he's been a crucial part in distant career as far as, you know, being able to, to teach me things at a young age and uh, and definitely <laughs> definitely not 
lot of voices opinion on that side now. So, you know, it, uh, it's awesome to listen to him and his experiences and, and uh, you know, just really be close with him and all the Allisons. Um, it's something very special to me. Um, you know, any chance I get to see Mr. Donnie or, Ms. or, or, or any of the Allisons, you know, it just it, – um, it, it just it, – it's a, it's a special event for me, for sure. Now, I see you have a fan out there by the name of Bryce Cooler. Uh, he mimicked your your car for the Pinewood Derby, and he made a car just like yours. How does that feel for you? Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, and, you know, he uh, he mimicked the, the 32 car in more than one way. You know, they, uh, they, they pushed the limits, and I think when they went through tech inspection, they had to uh, – Make a few adjustments before the car was before the car was ready to go for the derby. So I, mean, I, can't, I can't not say that I wasn't proud of that fact. That was pretty cool. You know, they uh, they, they had a little bit too much weight in it to get down the hill. So, um, but I think he did very well. As a matter of fact, I think he he won one race and, and uh, came in second in another. I think so. That was really cool. You know, he put a lot of effort into that car. I think he did a great job with uh, with the colors and everything. And uh, that was just really cool to me to to be able to see that excitement in someone else about, about my car and about my career. And, and you know, that, that really brings into perspective the, the role that, that myself and a lot of the race car drivers have, have to, to be a role model to, to, the, to the younger kids in this generation. Yeah, like if anybody hasn't seen that car, if they, need, they should go on your Facebook and uh, look at the look, scroll through your Facebook and uh, see the car. Yeah, it was pretty cool, and uh, I thought it was pretty neat that he uh, did that after you. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, we, we, we talk about great cooling products and, and everything is being uh, very loyal sponsors and, and, and giving me that, that confidence I need. But um, one of my first sponsors uh, as soon as I got into race cars was, was Cab Installers with Mr. Ricky Cooler. And, and um, you know, that was – he's been there for me from the start. He's still there for us. We still have Cab Installers on the car, and we couldn't be more proud of that. They're just uh, – they're they're great people from my hometown and and you know to have that support from from friends and family back home is is just it's awesome it really is. Yeah, I, your your uh, father was your father or grandfather when me and Roddy were talking to him was telling the story how you guys went to Talladega uh, with a green uh, sponsorship on the car and you didn't have any sponsorship worked out with them and you just happened to win the race and ever and after you won the race they basically came on. Uh, sponsoring your car they did they did you know and for them to 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 give me that second chance at Talladega and then you know after after we won the race to have the faith in me moving forward to to complete last year and um and now going forward this year is, is is unbelievable it's it's really awesome to have that support from your sponsors Okay, Gus, uh, I want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, like Mark said, we'll probably be uh, seeing, talking to you on later in the show because uh, between last year, we thought you were going to win some races last year, and I'm sure you're going to win some races this year. So we'll see you at the track, and uh, we'll definitely be probably talking to you on the show on Monday nights. Yes, sir. Well, I sure appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. And I'm going to send you back to Rowdy. All right, Gus. Uh, let's uh, throw out your sponsors, Gus, and and uh, your crew guys. Give them a shout out. Absolutely. You know, like like I said, we have Greek Cooling Products uh, on on board as the main sponsor and, and, and Baker Distributing. Um, 
and I just cannot thank them enough for everything that they do. Um, you know, they, like I said, they're very, very supportive of me, very supportive of my family, the entire Wintron organization. So I'm very proud to represent them at the track, and then, um, you know, hopefully I can do a good job for them with that and get them, give them some exposure through some wins. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, just cannot thank them enough. Cabin Sellers, um, they've been there for me from the start. So, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, a lot of times drivers don't get to experience having uh, sponsors that believe in them as much as mine believe in me, and that's that's a that's a really great feeling, very comforting feeling. Um, and, you know, being able to race for an organization like Mr. Kravitzelinski, uh, Ms. Tracy, um, a crew chief like Mr. Jamie Jones, um, you know, it's just it's it's awesome that they're a very close organization. Like I said, they're like family to me. Um, they treat me just they're, they're great people. They're a pleasure to race with, um, and I enjoy each and every time we go to the track, uh, both because of the experience and because of the the family atmosphere and and the fact that I know that they put 100% of their efforts towards and and our chances of winning. I know we're definitely. Uh, in contention to win and the threat for everybody else there. Well, uh, you represent them well too, Gus, and we appreciate uh, you being part of our our deal on Monday nights. And you know, it, it started at daytime or Talladega, get your big win there. But uh, tell everybody where they can follow you on social media. Absolutely, we're on all forms of social media. Um, we're at Gus Dean at both Instagram and Twitter, and Gus Dean Racing on Facebook as well as Green Racing on Facebook, um, and, and, you know, everybody go out and give, give Green Cooling Products, thank you distributing page a like for me. Um, that shows that, that, you know, that their their support is is, is well-founded. So, um, you know, we're, we're also on Snapchat at Gus Dean. Um, you know, like I said, all forms of social media, and, and um, you know, it's just awesome to see that support from, from all the fans. Well, Gus, it's always great to see you at the track. Looking forward to seeing you. Hope to see your granddad also in Nashville. I know I'll probably see your dad. Looking forward to seeing you there. Yes, sir. Y'all as well. Thank y'all so much. Thank you, Gus. All right, Mark. Jeff? Twelve days, and we're going to slow it down to the short tracks. Well, I can hardly wait, Rowdy. Uh, we always look forward to Nashville, special for you and I and, and, and Jeff. And uh, uh, we have a lot of fond memories there. We may not have a, a load of years there, but uh, we've got a lot of races there in a short amount of time. And uh, we're, we know we're going to see some good racing. We're going to see some good people. And we're going to have a good time. Hey, uh, Gus did a good job. He's a good interview. Somebody in his family, and I'm assuming his parents, did a nice job in uh, giving that boy some manners, huh? Hey, he represents uh, his sponsor well now, guys, I'll tell you. Yes, he does. We always talk about family. That's ARCA. You know, it's just one big family. going to be good to get get around it again. Uh, So we got... Gus down, and then we got Joe Cooksey calling in next, Hicks and Motorsports. 
Well, it's going to be good to see Hickson Motorsports at the track. Uh, they were represented by a number of their team for their number at Daytona for points. So, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's always uh, good to see Wayne and the gang. And and it's uh, Joe's first time at Nashville. A veteran. You're kidding, Rowdy. After all these years of racing, this is his first time racing at Nashville? Yeah. yeah wow. Joe's had a phenomenal so he, career through the years, and I'm just surprised he's never been, you know, to, to Nashville before. So, wow, that, yeah, that's great. I, I'm glad he's getting a chance to make a start and run there. Well, what about the snow there? It looked like uh, Martinsville was kind of a bad place to be in the cabins. Well, I drove to the western edge of that storm, Rowdy, and uh, around the Indianapolis area got belted pretty good because we could see the after effects of the snowstorm as we drove through today. So, yeah, it it was... uh, uh, it, it it nailed uh, Martinsville pretty good, but it ended up good for a couple of people. Yeah, it's, it was nasty looking in the campgrounds. The uh, Dagadoo Club, they, <laughs> that, that, it was hard for them to get out. But, you know, oh, hey, boy. that's just part of race. Hey, that, look at the memories. That's it, Rowdy. Uh, oh, boy. I'm sure the guys had a good time, but, yeah, it would make it a little difficult to get out. I, I've been to Martinsville. You've been to Martinsville. And you know what it's like with the parking areas and the hills. Yeah, well, it's on, I've never been to Martinsville, Mark, so you'll have to tell us what it oh. looks like. It, the parking is abundant, uh, but it's all in a – on a hill-type situation where you're you're always parked on an angle, and to get out, you need to go uphill. And uh, I, I can see if you're uh, pulling or driving a large RV or vehicle to pull an RV trailer, uh, you might have a little difficulty after a snowstorm. If you saw the pictures, it was muddy. Yeah, yeah. They were like sinking in. They were just sinking in there. Wally said he was sinking up, standing there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll have Wally on in a couple weeks, won't we, Rowdy? Yeah, Uh, the week. I know the week before, which is it's. Well, we're talking about three weeks. Four, yeah. Four weeks, less than four weeks. Yes, sir. Four weeks, uh, uh, three weeks after Nashville. Be 30 days tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thirty days tomorrow. Ooh. Well, anybody get to watch the race today? 
I listened to most of the race, both races on the uh, MRN today, Rowdy, on the the radio. I was was traveling, as you know, and uh, that's right. Uh, but I got to catch the last uh, hundred laps or so after I got home, and uh, it was it was a nice win for Clint Boyer. He deserves it. He's a nice guy. He's a class act, and uh, he was put in a tough situation, and and now he's getting some just rewards. Todd, did you get to see it? Oh, you know it. I think uh, it's funny. I I watched the uh, truck race and the cup race, and I I am very proud of Clint Boyer and that Haas team for all their hard work. He didn't luck into that one, did he, Todd? He. And the amazing thing about that race, there were very few yellows with the exception of the stage yellows, were there not? I think there was only three yellows throughout that whole entire race. At Martinsville, 500 laps and you have three yellows. That's amazing. Yeah, and everybody was kind of, most people were hoping for a yellow near the end, but it didn't happen, so it didn't work out in their favor. Okay. So that's what there's betting on. Yeah, because uh, some people some people were short on fuel. Oh, that's unusual at Martinsville too, being short on fuel. But when you go only three yellows, uh, that means there was quite a few green flag pit stops, weren't there? Oh, th- there was, and um. Thank God the one crew member um, that had gotten hit, he is okay. So That's good to hear, Todd. Had an instant? Yeah. Um, one of uh, Chris Busher's jackman uh, got hit and throwed up on the hood of a car, and uh, he walked away on his own, went over to medical, and he he was to be okay. You don't get many second chances. No, no. You don't get many second chances, guys. People don't realize how dangerous that is down there. I mean, we have to be. You need to be aware. If you're not, if you're down there and you're not aware, <laughs> you don't deserve to be down there. No, I'm telling you, you got every second you got to be aware of what's going on around you. Well, even it, that even goes for for us, Rowdy, when we're down on pit road during a race, and uh, we're we're in a pit stall where there are live pit staff is going on. Uh, you have to stay out of the pit crew's way. You have to be aware of what's going on around you, and uh, things are flying. Gas is spraying. You, you just you just never know. Well, it's live action. High speed live so. action. High speed, and, and you know we you got to stay out of the cruise way. It's great to be able to be there and you know reflect on what we see on the show, but you're right. We still have to be out of the way and and you know respect. Uh, what's going on at that time 
Well, hey, 12 days, we'll know. That's a pretty awesome well, live pit stops, Nashville. We'll, we'll be up close and personal at Nashville, Rowdy. Uh, uh, different situations at, say, Daytona or Talladega or, or even a Chicago or Kansas or whatever that attract that size. Salem, Nashville, Toledo, uh, you're on top of it. So uh, looking forward to it, Rowdy. Uh, Nashville's a special place. Really good racing. Uh, and, and we just know it's going to happen. Well, if you hadn't been thinking about going to Nashville, it'll be a great race weekend. Track Enterprises, go on their website or Facebook page. You still get a, a discount. I think it's a $5 discount knock it off the uh, ticket price. So, Wow. Yeah, you can't well, beat that, Rowdy. To see two, right. a 100 lap, a 200-lapper. Looking forward to it, guys. Yeah, two different divisions, two different races, uh, a lot of money on the line, uh, and, and good car counts for both races too, Rowdy. And uh, we're gonna see. We're just we just know when you go to Nashville, you're gonna see a good race. Well, all right, everybody. I'm happy. Let's bring on our next guest, Mark, Jeff. All right. All right, driving for the number three, Wayne Hickson Motorsports. I'd like to welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Joe Cooksey. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, Joe. Hey, we appreciate you right. spending a little time with us tonight and calling in. So, oh, it's uh, fun. It's my pleasure. Joe, we talked earlier. How did you miss at all your racing experience? How did you miss Nashville? I don't know. Uh, you know, when I was uh, <laughs> racing more consistently in the ARCA series, we never went there. And uh, the late model cars used to be a little different down there, and and uh, just never worked out. But we're gonna we're gonna get that one on the list now. By gosh. Well, it's a neat track. I, I tell you, uh, it's pretty Wayne. Pretty cool guy to work for, special guy to be able to drive for, isn't he, Joe? Wayne, Wayne Hickson, we've been friends since, I, I'm i going to say 1997, maybe 98. Um, when, when I met Ron, actually I met Ron uh, on the back straightaway at the Anderson Speedway. We crashed into each other and had a big old wreck. That was my first experience with Ron Cox, and uh, we were we were fast friends and and still friends today. And uh, you know Wayne's been he's been so good to me for so many years. I do about anything in the world for him. And you got Crystal Bates crew chiefing for you. I have my secret weapon. So yeah, I'd read he does a really good job. Secret weapon. When you go through tech, Crystal is your secret weapon. So she knows how to get things done. Uh, they always in the show, Joe. Uh, what was your last appearance for Hickson? Uh, we ran last year. We ran the two dirt races last year, and 
Springfield and DuCoin. And the year before that, we only ran DuCoin. Uh, and I had no, I had really had no intention of, of coming back or racing anymore with the ARCA series. And uh, really just joking with Wayne, I asked him if he had me a car ready for DuCoin. And he said, well, boy, if it finishes the race, you can have it. This was at Springfield. <laughs> and I said, you serious? He said, yep. And we did. And I think we ran seventh or eighth or ninth. I don't remember where we finished, but definitely the first time he had anything in the top ten in a while. And he was pretty excited, so we we set out a, a plan to do some racing after that. Well, Mark and I got to go attend the, the night race at DeCoin, and it was a pretty special night there. I, that was an awesome track. Yeah, that really, that would be so good if they would do that every time, but or alternate, you know, let us, the champ cars run one year and us run one year. But, yeah, that really made a difference. Really, really was a, a racy place. Well, uh, Tom Hesser won that race, and I'm telling you, it was, they, they fought uh, overheating problems all night. It made little small mud balls sticking up on the, in the grill. Yep. Yeah, and that was one of the, you know, those guys were, we're still learning that composite body and the, the the way that nose is shaped and it's you know it's about as aerodynamic as a as brick in the front and it just you know packed that dirt right in there but now I think they seem to have it figured out from what I noticed they were pretty fast everybody everybody last year was uh, was not having any issues. Hey, Mark, you're live with Joe Cooksey. Thanks, Rowdy. Welcome aboard, Joe. Glad to have you on the show and take a little time to be with us tonight. Yes, sir. You, you've had a, a, a long and storied career. Uh, what have you been doing lately besides you know, you're dabbling occasionally in the ARCA race? You ride, uh, you're racing modifieds, I believe? Well, I have... Uh... Last year we ran some CRA races with the JEGS series and some okay. CRA late model sportsman races. And this year we intend to run all three late model divisions uh, off and on. Uh, the late model sportsman series, the JEGS all-star series, and the ARCA CRA super series. Um, and mix in with that some uh, dirt late, UMP dirt late model shows and hopefully five ARCA races, and then if I can accomplish all that, I'll I'll be happy. <laughs> well, that sounds like, you know, quite a schedule you have there planned for yourself. It, 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 it's going to be a few races. It's, it's been a while since we've uh, since we've tried to run this many races. We've got uh, three or four cars ready to go here, and, and uh, including Wayne's Wayne's car, and, and he's got some other cars down there. I guess if we if we tear this one up, we'll... We'll go get another one. But, uh, <laughs> we'll try here. Well, we're, we'll, we're looking forward to seeing you in, uh, in Nashville. We'll stop by and check in with you. And, uh, boy, it was just great hearing some of the, 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 the stories this evening. And, and we could probably keep you on for another hour or two just uh, going over the past. But I'll turn you over to Jeff. I think Jeff's got some questions for you. And we'll see you down in Nashville, Joe. Yes, sir. Take her away, Jeff. Thanks, Mark. 
Hey, Joe, uh, thanks for taking time out and being on the show tonight. Yes, sir. It was a pleasure. Hey, you have a uh, hundred and some, how many starts do you have in the ARCA? It's over a hundred starts in the ARCA series. 140-something. 140-something. I, I saw 138, so I figured you had maybe a little more. What do you think the biggest change is from the first time you raced until now? What are what are some of your biggest changes, you think, in the ARCA series? Oh, it's it's night and day. You know, in the back in the 90s when I started racing, uh, the cars were cars were pretty rough. And, uh, you know, now with, uh, with so much newer equipment, and, and better teams, you know, the introduction of the composite body and the, the Ilmore motor has, has, has really raised the level of the, the field and the professionalism that, that exists within ARCA racing. You know, back then I had a, a, a box van with an open trailer and, uh, you know, a car that, that would barely make a, a good street stock. Now it was just, it was just a different time. And things have have come so far, and and you know we a lot of us are are you know wishing that the composite bodies would have held off a little bit because there's so much good you know legacy equipment out there. But but in the end, it's going to be it's going to be a good move, you know, once it's, everybody has it. But it's just the level of professionalism, I think, is the is the biggest difference. Now you never run in Nashville. Are you going to be taking a legacy car down there with you guys this time? Yes, I I, uh, I tweeted out the other day, just sort of kidding, that I had a legacy car, a legacy motor, and a legacy driver. You know, I've got an old car, an old motor, and an old driver. So, but we're we're you know we're trying to use all every trick we can to to do as good a job with you know with that equipment as we can. I think a good operator can uh, can make up some difference, you know, in the. Of the the handicap that exists in the rules. Um, I, I think they're, I think they've, they know what the difference is. And, and, uh, I think a guy's guy's a, uh, a shrewd operator. He can, he can make up some ground there. So I looked, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not planning to go and start in park or, or, uh, run around the back. I'm going to, I'm going to be right in there going. Um, Back in two, the year 2000, you were at the coin. You won the the the, pull, the Menards pull down there. You finished yep. third behind Tony Stewart and Ken Schrader. How the hell was that? Well, well, I wish they'd have slowed down a little. It, it was fun to watch them, but you know, it was uh, <laughs> it was almost like a win for us because you know, Ken, of course, Kenny and I have raced together in a lot of different places in a lot of different cars. And, uh, you know, that was, it was a big deal to have Tony in the series and that, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's neat to be involved in something like that, but I sure would assume they stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> Can you uh, kind of talk about your, your dirt late model days and your asphalt modifieds? Uh, leading up to your 1993 uh, Modified Truck Championship at K&L Raceway in Mount Vernon, Illinois. Yeah, that was a, uh, our local little track. Um, you know, we raced raced around home like you know like everybody else does. And uh, you know, back in those days, you you graduated up. You you ran in the uh, local tracks and you, you beat your brains out. And if you could win races and and win 
track championships and you, you felt like you could move up to the next level. And we started to travel and race uh, some asphalt modifieds um, and, and really got a taste for the, the bigger tracks, a little faster tracks. And uh, came home one day, and, and uh, we looked at each other and said, we, we need an ARCA car. My brother and I did, and we bought a car from uh, John Wilkinson III in Hueytown, Alabama, and brought that home, and, and that's how we went ARCA racing. But, you know, back in those days, it was we would run. Uh, it was not uncommon to run a Friday night race um, on, a, on a local you know, one of the little dirt tracks around here, and then the next day race at, or Saturday night race at Salem, Indiana in a modified, or IRP, or Anderson, or Winchester, or anywhere, um, and then come home and, and run something else. Um, we, we would we would mix it up and run dirt and asphalt in the same weekend, of course, with different cars, but uh, back in those days, we were younger in those days. <laughs> I think we all were. Yeah. Weird how that happened. Um, can you I I hope I got this right. Can you kind of talk about the time you hit the, the hit the pace car in the Arca oh, series? Yeah, I knew you were I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> um, I'll, t- I'll tell you the story. I saw, I saw a video of it, but they didn't show you hitting the car. Yeah, they just told me trying to get out of the car. Um, yeah. Here's how that here's how that went down. That was our uh, that was our first time at Daytona, and we had uh, back in those days the the shock package that we ran was was an extremely aggressive uh, deal to pull the back of the car down, and we had underestimated what that was going to take for shock mounts, and it had ripped the shock mounts off of the truck arms, and Mike had managed to get one shock absorber hooked back up. I couldn't tell you left or right. I don't know. And we went back out, and I was, uh, it was me, and, and I think it was Rich Woodland. We were both racing wounded cars, and we were just nose to tail. And the problem was Rich had something gushing out of his car, gear, lube, or oil, whatever it was. And all I could see was just just enough of his white car to, to stay with him. And uh, when the caution came out, the pace car uh, zipped past us. And the next thing I know, the pace car has stopped. And, you know, you're not supposed to ever pass the pace car. And I slammed on the brakes. That car slid down the hill perfectly into the back of that Pontiac. And, you know, I was probably going 80 mile an hour when I hit them. And uh, scared me to death, I'll tell you. That was that was a tough deal. I ran up to the car and, and opened it up, and Buster was was crawling out of the right side of it and I said, Jesus Buster, are you okay? And all he he just pushed me out of the way and what he said, well, I can't repeat. And uh, <laughs> it, 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 it it was a case of, of of they they probably made a mistake and if David Hoots were listening to this, David you probably made a mistake stopping that car and I made a mistake trying to stop and it was just it was just a bad circumstance. Um, you talked about you were going to run some more ARCA races this series uh, season. What, where do you, where are you plan on racing? What tracks? We're, we're going to go to Salem next. Um, that that I would have, other than Ducoin, I would call that my home track. Um, just love that place. Love Beverly and and uh, Owen. And uh, then after we do that, we. 
probably won't arc a race until the two dirt races. And then we'll run for sure Salem, possibly IRP or Lucas Oil. Just depends. We're definitely probably going to run that late model race that weekend at Lucas Oil. Which do you prefer running, the asphalt or the dirt tracks more? In, in my, as I've gotten more experienced, I won't say older. As I've gotten more experienced, I'm, I'm better. I'm a better pavement racer than dirt racer. Dirt racing has become such a complicated thing to do. Um, I'm just not. I'm just not up to speed on that. And if, uh, maybe if I went back to some to another division, it'd be okay. But I'm, I think I'm a better pavement racer now. Well, all right, Joe. I want to thank you for taking time being on the show tonight, and uh, good luck in uh, Nashville. I'm not going to make it down there, so I won't be able to get to see you, but uh, good luck in Nashville, and I'm going to turn you back over to Roddy. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Joe, that kind of left me speechless there about the pace car. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, I don't you know, have to I, race in NASCAR you know, anymore, so I can call those guys out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're down to 12 days, and I'm uh, absolutely looking forward to it. I just hope we have a great weekend. Looking forward to it. And, uh, Joe, you want to uh, talk about your sponsors and how they can follow you on Twitter? Well, you can follow me. Uh, I guess my Twitter is at Cooksy51. I hope. That's. I think that's what it is. Um, and our, of course, our we're sort of self-sponsored. The pizza brand that we, is our own uh, brand that we uh, that we sell through our convenience store. And uh, so that hot to go pizzas are available at all fuel bin convenience stores. The one that there is in Centralia, and. Uh, other than that, you know, we just we just race for the fun of it, and sponsorship is is uh, really not a big issue. I'm not, I'm not looking for uh, to do anything like that, but uh, mostly I, I uh, mostly I want to do a good job for Wayne. I, I told him when we started off here a year or two ago with uh, with the uh, old car that we ran at Ducoin. I just want to I just want to put a smile on Wayne's face, and that's uh, that's kind of my motivation right now. Well, we were fortunate to go to the banquet, and I didn't know his uh, military history till they called it out. And my gosh, that man—he's been to hell and back. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no he, other yeah. way. He's a, he's a he's a neat guy. So the whole the whole what? group in Saudi Daisy are just—they're the best people, and I love them to death. Well, you're in good hands. They're a good group to be around. It's always great to see them at the racetrack. And uh, you got your secret weapon. I got my secret weapon. You know, we may not be the fastest, but we'll be the ones laughing and having a good time. (laughs) Well, hey, listen, you know, you're blessed to be able to still do it, like all of us. We're blessed to be here tonight. Yep. So, Joe, we appreciate you being part of of it. And... uh, Looking forward to having you back on again, sir. Yes, sir. Anytime. And Mark and I are hopefully going to be lucky enough to see you in Nashville. 
Well, you just come on over. All right. Well, we definitely will. All right, guys. Okay, guys. Isn't that the way we like to see and hear it? That it's we're having fun. We're racing for the love of the sport. Well, there aren't too many places you can do that anymore. You know, with the big uh, cars like that, Rowdy, and yeah, Arca's a special place to race. No pressure. Pressure without the pressure. There you go. See, where where we been without that slogan again? It's back. And it's true. Pressure with no pressure. It's, yeah, you know, uh, Jeff coined it last year, and I don't know how many times we've used it, but it's very appropriate. Very appropriate. Well, we're going to go back to Nashville. We're going to see some old steel bodies and uh, a few of the old legacy engines. But you know what, guys? It's a short track. It's a different kind of racing. Uh, It's my favorite type, Rowdy. Well, I think uh, NASCAR's missing it on the short tracks. Well, we we you know we talked a little bit. I gave you a shout. I saw that television program last week, Rowdy, and uh, you sent me that uh, a little blur back on that that segment of the show, and and it's so true. Uh, I, I think with the way uh, the Cup schedule is set up nowadays, it'd be really difficult to add another race, uh, subtract a race from somebody. Uh, flip-flop races, that's just really, you know, they, they've got a schedule that seems to work for them on that level. But the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series could very easily go to a lot of these shorter tracks, put out a whale of a show, and get that connection back with uh, with, with Cup and the short track uh, roots, Rowdy. Yeah. Get to the grassroots well. racing, guys. It is, and you know what? I think one of the things I'm going to keep a better eye on this year is attendance at these uh, these shorter tracks. I know we always do; we kind of give it a brief overview. But I'm going to concentrate a little bit more, and you know, and see if we, if we have a little better crowds at these short tracks uh, this year. Well, you know, that's. I think the crowd. I know the crowd picked up. At a, at a couple of events, of course, you can't tell at Kentucky. You know, that, that's completely, that was a completely different venue. It was an unusual venue, too, Rowdy, the way yeah. the, the weekend was set up. Well, you know, it's these short tracks is where you can actually tell if the crowds are good. And, uh, I'm, Mark, yeah, I, I, I you the, go ahead. Oh, I, you know what? On that note, Rowdy, uh, we'll be very interested to see what happens at Nashville. Well, that thing hold what about seventeen thousand? Does anybody give or take? We about yeah, I, I, I'd say that's a good rough estimate, Rowdy. 
So I mean, you got to have. That's a big grandstand there. Don't don't kid yourself. That is a big grandstand. Yep. So even if you half fill it, that's eight thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand, nine thousand people, uh, and it's only half full. That's a lot of people. That's. I'd like to see it that way. Oh, very much so. Uh, the more, the better. Uh, just makes for you know. Uh, Future events coming back, and, uh, uh, and and just you know, good revenue for the city of Nashville. Hey, on uh, Mav TV, also live. You see, it is. Uh, it is. Jim Trudeau and Bob Dillner. Good announcing team. One of the best that that you could have. Uh, they they know they're racing and they know they're racing in Nashville. So, uh, yeah, Jim and uh, Bob will give us a really good view of the race. Well, we're gonna have Jim on uh, the 16th of next month. So that's as quick as he can. To, we, were, we were lucky enough to sit with him at the banquet, and uh, we were privy to a few stories, and uh, we enjoyed it immensely. Rowdy, did we that? It was it was pretty awesome. <laughs> I liked our table. We had a great table. Yep, we were definitely at the media table. That's for sure. Yeah, we were absolutely. I'm telling you, that's a show we got to go. You got to spend a day just looking and what's new, what they've got out there for racing. It's it's all you can well, stay all day Friday. We, we we learned our lesson this year, Rowdy, and yeah, like you said, next year we're going to go to the PRI show and we're going to do two days. It it was something. It was a. Uh, I think they said eleven hundred and fifty vendors. Wow. Wow. Well, well we got to right, get our guys. behinds there, Rowdy, because it's I think it's important for us to do that. Well, when I got to the ARCA booth on Saturday, I just stood there. Everybody I wanted to see come by there. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm not even leaving here. I'm just standing here. You found your spot, and it was a good one. Oh, just everybody. I mean, it was just a continuous flow of people that we know at the track. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine, Roddy. I'm sorry that Jeff and I weren't able to make it, but we'll we'll try to do better about that next season. Well, hey, we all know what we what we miss, so we're gonna make it better. Let's bring Todd back in here. Todd's been sitting out there all by himself. What do you think, Todd? We fix and get out of here. Uh, I, I just you know, the one thing I love about this show is all the information that you get to learn that when you can't go to a track. And if you ever want to learn anything, this is the show to listen to. 
Well, we appreciate it, Todd. Tonight, I mean, really, we've had a... All our guests are great. I mean, we've been fortunate enough that people want to come and spend 20, 25 minutes with us on Monday night out of their lives. We're, we're you know, we're fortunate to, have, to be able to do that. So that, that's why, you know, like, when I can't go to a race and... If I want to talk to you guys, at least I can call the show, listen to the stories, be able to talk to you guys. It's so enjoyable. Well, we Paul, appreciate you calling in. That, that's, that's big of you to say, Todd. Thank you so much. Uh, you're a big part of the show, too, so we appreciate your being on every week. Oh. Just so you gentlemen know, I am sitting down in Watkins Glen, New York right now. That's how I got to listen to the show. In Watkins Glen? Yeah, my brother does not have service where he lives, so I come down to Watkins Glen so I can listen to the show. Well, we appreciate it, Todd. Yeah, we do. Uh, what, a, and what an appropriate place for you to be able to do it at, Todd. Uh, that's great. Uh, look, looking forward to an awesome year. So are we, Todd, and we're looking forward to our Pocono reports. Uh, I'm definitely going. Um, matter of fact, Mark, speaking of the devil, <laughs> April 7th. I am going to do a live Facebook. I am going to be in Syracuse, New York. And I'm going to do a live show for you. Well, that sounds great. Uh, the, the 7th? The 7th of April. Well, that's what Rowdy and I... Oh, that's right, Jeff Wolpe. And we'll, we'll be in Nashville. Well, you're in Nashville. I will be in Syracuse, New York. For the Monster Truck Monster Jam. <laughs> you are send us a reminder. Hey, just send us a reminder. We'll do a double sports off right there. We'll be in the parking lot outside the track. Okay. And then yeah, uh, April. You don't April. have to. You want. You won't be able to broadcast live inside that building while it's going on anyway. Oh, yes, I can. Well, you can just show the pictures and read the comments. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I'm definitely going to be doing pictures and all that. And uh, April 14th and 15th, I'll send you a reminder, too. It's opening weekend at the Glen, and I'm planning on driving my truck around the track. And I will do a live for that. Hey, hey. We're looking forward to that too, Todd. But I, would I just be wanna, too. I just wanna thank you gentlemen. We appreciate it, Todd. Thank you too, Todd. Uh we always like having you on the show and you give a great uh, commentary for us and an added uh, an added voice, and that's always needed. Uh, thank you. 
Well, Jeff, man, I, I you're not going to make it national, but completely understand it. Uh, tell us a little bit what you got going on for next week. You got, y'all got anything going to race? I don't think so. Do we, Mark? Yeah, we have Friday and Saturday night out at LaSalle. Uh, $5,000 to win on Friday night, $15,000 to win on Saturday night. Dirt late miles on a high bank quarter mile dirt oval. A lot of fun. It's our little home dirt track. And, uh, yeah, I think we may be out there. That's where y'all headed. All right. Uh, Jeff, that sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. <laughs> it isn't bad, guys. It isn't bad. What? Call out the track one more time, there, Mark. LaSalle Speedway, LaSalle, Illinois, okay. uh, right off Interstate 39 and I-80. Real easy to get to. It's not that far of a drive from the Chicago area. Well worth it. They'll have a packed house. Great place to watch a race. It's a, Very yeah, much it, so. it, it it really is. It, it's a neat little racetrack. Uh, we're we're getting back to our grassroots. We can't get any more grassroots in LaSalle. What do you say, Jeff? Oh no, it's a great it's great, especially when you can stand on the back straightaway. I mean, you're like literally on the back straightaway, and the cars are going right by you. It's a great view. That's like uh, yeah. the coin, isn't it, Mark? The coin in the infield. It That'd was Roddy, right only, only it's you know with with it being half or only a quarter of the size, it's even that much more intimate. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, they 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 haul they haul the mail there. There's, there's nothing small about any of the divisions. Uh, we'll see some good racing. Well, guys, sounds like fun. Mark, anything else before we get this thing cranked out? It's getting down to the wire, man. Next week's going to be our our race weekend. Hey, Roddy, I got so. something before we go. All right. Um, I don't know if the, our listeners know, and I didn't know this either, but ARCA at one time had a midget racing series. Um, I want to take our I want to send our condolences out. Um, we lost uh, an ARC an ARCA midget champ. He was a two-time champion and the most winning uh, driver in the ARCA Midget Series with 38 victories. Uh, um, we lost uh, a true racer, uh, Jim Hedinger, I believe, uh, a, a Michigan native. Uh, so I want to send our condolences out to his family on the Roddy Mac Light Racing Radio Show. Thank you, Jeff. Very appropriate, Jeff. I saw that, too. Uh, thanks for bringing it up. We appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, guys, you know, we're all getting older, and them, them, them guys are getting few and far in between. Oh, I'm feeling my age tonight, Rowdy. We uh, we did 1,400 miles in five days. Uh, we drove to Florida and back in five days, so... Uh, we, we, we had a great time. We were at a family wedding. Couldn't have gone any better. Uh, enjoyed ourselves immensely. But it was, a, it was a heck of a ride. But we did it. And we're back in time for, time for the show. And uh, 
it was uh, a good show, as always, and uh, some great commentary and great uh, views. So until next week, we'll see you. Well, just to All right. up for the for the for the uh, for the skip for the race season. Daytona to the fairgrounds in Nashville. The stars of the Archer Racing Series presented by Menards are back for the Music City 200. Saturday, April 7th at Fairgrounds Speedway, Nashville. The best of the best race for 200 laps, plus the Super Late Model Challenge 100 presented by Team Construction. The show of the year begins with qualifying at 3 and racing at 545. For discounted tickets and more info, check out trackenterprises.com. It's the Music City 200 at Fairgrounds Speedway, Nashville. Autobahn Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com.